Hello, hello. Welcome to the pod is casting. Welcome to our pod, where we will be casting out on a profound journey through the realms of spirituality, mysticism, alchemy, and esoteric wisdom. Join us in our quest to serve the divine, unraveling the mysteries of the universe through the enduring power of friendship and our connection to the great spirit. Our exploration spans a diverse array of topics, including psychology, the spectrum of autism and ADHD, magic, the divine feminine and masculine, mythology, theology, pagan practices, astrology, tarot, hermeticism, quantum physics, psycholinguistics, entomology, including the hidden languages of minerals, plants, and the enigmatic world of animals. We delve into the art of holding space for the full spectrum of human emotions, finding healing within the celestial cycles. We will be discussing and uncovering tools for processing our wounds and traumas and sharing our stories of confronting and integrating our shadows. Our mission is to serve in reverence as we awaken the ancient archetypes and the universal codes by honoring the wisdom of the great adepts before us. So a little bit about me. In 2016, I made the decision to move from Minnesota to Oregon and I didn't know how it was going to work out. I was just being pulled here by spirit and I just knew I had to go. I had no plan. I had very little money. I had my two children. I had my daughter's father who was supportive of this crazy idea. We we just packed our stuff uh, as minimally as we could and head out here to Oregon. Um, And once we got here, we ended up camping for three months outside. And then uh, by a beautiful unfolding of miraculous events, we ended up getting housing and finding jobs and um, it's all worked out. We've been living here since 2016, been in the same apartment since 2017. Um, And for me, that is a huge deal because I have never stayed in one more than, I've never stayed in one place longer than a year and a half to two years before this place in my entire life. So I am here. Once I got here, um, my uh, daughter's father um, ended up moving out and moving to New York. um, And I stayed here with the kids. And I really found and honed my independence. And I started to feel this longing for spirituality I felt that was missing I've always had the spiritual um, side to me I've always known uh, that there was about the mystery I've always felt the magic of things I've always known there was things beyond what I could see or comprehend if I could just move the veil a little bit at the time I was feeling very apathetic and so I started meditating like hours and hours a day, um, walking the beach and meditating and sitting and meditating and doing Kundalini yoga. Um, I, I was pretty well versed in what Kundalini was, but I didn't know what it felt like, you know, and I remember listening to podcasts and they, um, would always say, you know, you can describe what a mango tastes like. You can describe what it feels like what the texture is but until you actually have the mango in your hand and you take a bite of that mango you're never going to really know what that experience truly is that's where the wisdom comes from and I wanted that I wanted to have that experience in 2019 
I had that experience. <laughs> I had a spontaneous Kundalini awakening and it pretty much turned my entire life upside down. Um, and overnight my life took a 180 and I, uh, was like, this is what I was asking for. This is not what I was asking, but yeah, it was what I was asking for. I was having reality literally ripped away from me. Uh, I was experiencing a full-blown ego death, but it was very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> I had a lot of trauma stored inside of me that I had never really fully processed, as a lot of us really don't know how to fully process our trauma and our emotions, and so we just stuff it down, and then eventually it comes up, um, especially if you are on this path. Eventually you're going to have to deal with your shit. So that was what happened in 2019. I had a Kundalini awakening and I was sprung from the reality that I knew into a whole new reality where I experienced a lot of spirit journeying with Toth. Um, he was my first real spirit guide teacher and he stayed with me from 2019 April 2019 to March 2020 right before the pandemic hit he actually took off from being my uh, teacher during that time I learned all of the knowledge that I have gathered from all of my past lives was given to me in a year span so I mean the amount of knowledge and that I came into over that year period was unfathomable. I mean, it still blows my mind to think that I know things that before my Kundalini awakening, I had no clue a lot about astrology, uh, hermeticism, mythology, uh, relationships, all sorts of things, how, how to communicate like basic things, like how to be emotionally intelligent within my relationships and how to process emotions, how to um, hold space for others and myself. Um, and I experienced a lot of a lot of really profound moments during that year. And then as the pandemic hit in 2020, and um, summer of 2020, I went through a little bit of a uh, you know, normal period where everything was shutting down and I was, you know, concerned about what was going to happen. And then in the summer of 2020, I just found happiness. I had never really fully experienced what happiness felt like before that moment, I don't think. And as soon as I knew it, I knew what it was like this. Oh, this, oh, this is happiness. And I was hiking and adventuring and I was doing what I love with my children. And it was a very blissful three months. Um, and then the fires happened and, uh, here in Oregon and on the West coast. And it really took me literally out of my element, which was being of earth. I was in earth, the earth element, um, you know, hiking and hiking waterfalls. It, the fires kind of threw me into a new element. And I, from there, um, I got into a relationship and that relationship uh, lasted, I don't even know how long, not even a year. And um, 
at the end of that relationship, uh, I experienced the single most traumatic event um, and really like the event that would completely change um, who I was from in every aspect of my being. And I had experienced trauma before. I had experienced near-death experiences before. Um, in 2020, 2012, I experienced a near-death experience um, where I actually flatlined for a few minutes. I And I have had a lot of near-death experiences because <laughs> most of my life I have spent really... <laughs> uh, really really pushing the edge of mortality i've been really experiencing i've been really pushing that pushing the bounds of mortality that's what i've been doing um in this case i wasn't trying to push the bounds of mortality but i did uh and it was um devastating it was a complete annihilation of my life and everything that I had built up into that point. And I experienced tremendous loss in many, many areas. Um, the, the thing that I didn't lose, which is, um, is, is a miracle is I didn't lose my apartment. I didn't lose the place where I call home. And that is the one thing I didn't lose. However, it, I lost the sanctuary that it had become in that moment. I had to rebuild that, and that was fine. Um, but working through that, I was thrown into the absolute depths of hell. Um, and I had to really face the darkness of myself and of who I am at my core um, and experience the fear and the anxiety. And I knew somewhere inside that this was a time for me that I could not escape this feeling because of how devastating it was and how embarrassed and how I felt this need for redemption. Like there was this need and I knew nothing else except for that. I was going to do everything in my power to find redemption because of the bliss that I had experienced in my life had been such a fairy tale of a life. I was living every moment was like uh, living in a dream fantasy world. I knew that I could get there again. If I just went through the things I needed to go through to get there. And so I had hope. When I had nothing else, I had hope. And it was just a teeny tiny little glimmer of hope, but it grew and it grew. And I was experiencing tremendous anxiety, panic attacks. And I knew in those moments when I was experiencing those panic attacks that I had to feel all the way through it. You know, when you're having a panic attack, the last thing you want to do is, is, be, is, is to keep feeling it. But somehow I knew that if I just kept feeling all the way through, if I just let the panic like take over me, basically, I mean, when you're having a panic attack, the last thing you want is for it to take over you because it feels like it's taking over you. 
and you try to get yourself out of it, distract yourself. I knew somehow that I couldn't do that, that I had to feel all the way through the panic attack. And it was terrifying, but I did it. And on the other side of that, I experienced myself for the first time. I experienced my higher self. I experienced self-love, self-compassion. I experienced that I was the one there holding the space for me to endure all of that I was enduring. I was the one there. I was the one holding me through it all. I was the one that was going to get me through it all. That there was nobody that was coming to save me and I didn't need anybody to come to save me because I was there. I was there and I was going to get myself through it. And this voice started speaking to me and I knew it was my voice. It was my voice. It was my higher self voice. It was my future self really like pulling me through, like in the moments where I felt like I could not go on. And there were many, there were many. Um, I even wrote suicide notes to my children and to my family because there were moments where I was like, I cannot keep going. I can't keep going. And this went on for over like about a year. Um, where I was really battling this, this, this darkness within me. I was facing the shadows every time I would go in and I would, I would, I was searching. I knew I was searching for something, but I didn't know what I was searching for. I just knew that I would know what it was when I found it and all, and I just kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper until you know, and every time I would come out of it, I thought, oh, good. Now I'm, I'm maybe this is it. Maybe this is the end because I would experience these profound moments of like awareness every time I would face one of my shadows and integrate it. I would come into this great awareness of myself and it was like, oh, maybe now I'm, you know, I'm done. But it was like it never ended <laughs> and it felt never ending. And I felt like I was fooling myself thinking that it was going to end and I was just going to be going on like that forever. And it got to a point where I was, I was, my body was really, um, it was really affecting my body's health. Um, and I, I'm still kind of working through all of how that happened because usually when you're working through all of the emotional stuff, it's like your body gets this sort of release. But I was so completely disassociated and disconnected from my body that I wasn't like really processing it in my body because I couldn't, I, I felt like my body was this foreign object. Like I was trying to push myself into somebody else's body. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel good. It felt like not mine at all. Um, and so I kept going though. Cause I, that's all I really wanted. I really wanted to fully be embodied in my body because in the moment when I experienced this very blissful state in that 2020 in that summer of 2020, when I was hiking, you know, it was, uh, hiking the, you know, like 15 miles, you know, in the sweltering heat and just, you know, and every muscle in your body just aches and then plunging into like this, ice cold pool and just feeling every single part of your body and just being like in it, like being in your body and like fully immersed in all of your senses like that. I wanted nothing more than to experience that again. 
like that that was it but this but my body felt so foreign to me that I could not get myself in it and so every time I would like go deeper and deeper inside of myself in search of something it was this the something that I was searching for was the thing that was going to bring me back into myself really and so I just kept going and I just kept going and this voice would keep you know when every time when I'd be like I'm done I can't take it anymore you know I've done it I keep doing it and it was almost like on the psych. It was on a cycle, really, where it was like a monthly thing, where every month I would have to experience the cycle of going super deep, and then coming out and integrating, and then and then resting, and then redoing it again. And it was just like I can't. I would I would just feel like so defeated every single time, and this voice would come to me, and it would be so loving and so caring, and it would say these words to me that felt so genuine and so true to my soul you know this I this this love and this admiration that this voice had for me I knew that it was coming from inside of me but and it was my voice but at the same time it was coming from some place that was so not in the same space where I currently was um that I knew that it was it was that I could get to that if I just kept going I kept telling myself you're you're going to get there. You're going to get there, you know, and I love you so much. And I am so grateful for all that you are enduring because at the time I hated myself. I hated how I had let my entire life. I had ruined everything. You know, that's how I felt. I felt like I ruined my entire life and I couldn't understand how this voice could come to me and have such a deep admiration and unconditional love and just be so in love with me. That it was just like, it felt so like, like it was exactly what I needed to keep me going. But at the same time, it was like, how could that possibly be true? You know, but it felt so true. And so I just kept going and I just kept going. And eventually in March of this year um, or April, April of this year, I really had that moment where it was like, okay, you're done now. Like you've come as you've gone as far as you can into the shadow work. Now you need to live some life. And, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know if I believe you, <laughs> you know, but it was like, I, okay. Okay. The thing is, is that the whole time this was all happening, I was having, I was being haunted by orcas. I was being haunted by orca dreams literally every single night, like almost every single night, at least three or four times a week, I would have a dream about an orca. Okay. And it was so weird because I love orcas. I love whales. I've always loved whales. Um, and I've always loved wolves and I've always loved whales. Okay. But my spirit animal, if, if you were to ask like the people around me, what's your spirit animal? Everybody would have said a wolf. I am the wolf, you know, not orcas, <laughs> although they are the wolves of the sea. It's just really, really weird that they kept coming to me and I couldn't really understand what is it? What do they want? You know, what, why do I keep dreaming about orcas all the time? And they weren't, they were a variety of dreams. Some of them were scary. Some of them were beautiful, but it, they were always there, always there and like relentlessly. And I felt like I was being haunted by these orcas. 
And so eventually, you know, one of my friends is like, they want to talk to you. And I'm just like, I don't know how to speak Orca. And they're like, clearly you do, or they wouldn't be trying, or they wouldn't be communicating with you. And so I had this um, dream about Kiska, the whale, the Orca that was in captivity in um, Niagara Falls, Canada. And she had been there for a long, long time. And she had suffered this very, very traumatic, horrible life where she had like six um, babies and they all died and she was alone. And I... Yeah, it makes me emotional still. Um, And I... And she came to me in a dream and I woke up and I knew immediately that it was her. Even though I didn't really know much about her, I just knew it was her. And I sat with that dream and I sat with her and I'm just like, she's so tired. She's so sad. She just wants to go home. And so I told her, I said, you know, I hear you. I hear you, girl. I hear you. You're so beautiful. I hear your cries and it's okay. You can go home now. You can let go. You can go home now. And about three days later, she died. And I lost it because it felt like I felt very like connected to her death because of the experience I had had prior to it. And I felt all of the, when she died, I felt all of her grief come into me. And I, it was almost like I was to carry some of her, the grief of her life for her. I was doing it out of love for her. And since then, she really became like a guide in my life. And she was there all of the time. Uh, She is here all of the time. Um, And she just that there was something because of my um, ability and, and my love to to take the time to really feel her pain and listen to her cries and to be like hey it's okay you can let go now and gave her the permission to just be free you know be free go home um something happened and the orcas they like they like they loved me for that (laughs) and it's still hard for me to talk about sometimes because it's like it's so crazy how it's all unfolded but it's so beautiful at the same time that is like I am I'm in I'm so humbled by all of the experiences that I've had um and so since she died she really became a guide of mine I could feel her I can hear her swimming around me all the time she's always swimming she's always around me Um, and then I had this moment, so I live, um, in Newport, Oregon. And so the summer was really interesting because there was a ton of orca sightings, like more than there has been. in like, since they've been like keeping track for like a decade, but I kept missing them. And so I kept like trying to get to see them and I, um, couldn't I, I I had missed them one day and I'm like what is it you guys like you are haunting me but then I come to see you and you couldn't even wait for me for like five minutes there was this whole experience with that and I'll, I'll have to talk about that on a different podcast but 
Um, there was a, an experience where I had an encounter with them, and I, and I'll have to talk about it in a different one because it's um, it's very intense. And I just knew that that was like my initiation out of the um, current state that I was in of, of going into the shadow work and that I was going to be brought into this new uh, initiation, a new level of my spirituality. I mean, since I started, since my Kundalini awakening, it's all, you know, I've really been diving into the um, knowledge of the mystery schools and, you know, hermeticism and all of the different um, aspects in which that entails, which is big, you know, there's a lot to it. Um, and I am by no means uh, a master yet, <laughs> yet, <laughs> but that's the goal, right? Is to become a master. Um, that is what I am here for. <laughs> that is what I have been here for. And that is what I will keep coming back for until as long as it takes for me to become a master. Um, I am fully and wholly dedicated to the path, to being of service to earth, of being in service to um, the ascension of, of, of her, of the earth and everything within it. Um, all of the minerals, the plants, the animals, the humans, the spirits, the subtle energies, everything that I'm coming into knowing and coming into being. Um, and I am honored to be here and I am honored to be of service. And the um, reason why that uh, this podcast is called The Pod is Casting is really because when I had this experience with the orcas, they told me that they were going to be bringing people into my life. And so that I was going to be really creating a pod and, it, and they, and that's, that's what happened. I have had, um, a few people come into my life because of the orcas and they were already people who were in my life but they were people who were kind of on the peripheral who have now really become um, my soul tribe. They've become my family. They've become people who I am wholly and completely devoted to. Um, and those are the people who I am going to be creating this podcast with. And I know that circle will continue to grow and expand, but these people are really the ones who uh, the orcas I knew were pulling it to me so that we could create this, um, and keep creating together. So that is the gist of it. Um, I am, uh, an Aquarius, <laughs> Aquarius sun, Virgo moon, Virgo rising. Um, I am a mother of two beautiful children. Um, one is an adult now. He's a 19-year-old man. And another is a 10-year-old, my 10-year-old daughter. Um, and I am still very much in the process of um, coming out of that trauma space and really understanding and honing what my purpose is. I know, I feel like I understand and I know what my purpose is now. And this is very much a step in the direction of fulfilling that purpose. Um, and as I go, as we go on this podcast, we will be talking a lot about 
many different things. One of the things that I really love and enjoy doing is channeling um, the divine spirit and really just become not just kind of like I just kind of check out and just let it use me as a conduit. Let it use my 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 body, my voice to bring the message out. Um, so that is something that I look forward to doing because I have done it for people in private and it's had a profound effect on them um, because it's really just, you know, the spirit using me to talk to them. So I know that's a gift that I have um, to be able to be a conduit. Um, and it's not me, you know, it's my voice and the words that I know to speak it, but it's really the spirit just using me as a conduit and I am honored to do it. Um, it feels great. It feels beautiful and wonderful for me to be able to do it and for me to be able to help others and to connect and guide others. Um, and every person that will be a part of this podcast has a unique set of gifts and talents and perspectives. Uh, and we have really a lot to learn from each other and a lot to experience together. And I look forward to bringing that all to um, the masses, bringing it all out into public for everybody to be, anybody who feels called to listen to it, to be able to listen to it. And I, it is my sincere, my sincerest um, hope uh, that the people who hear these messages, that it finds them and it blesses them and it brings them into some sort of peace or awareness for themselves and their lives. Um, I really, really feel honored to be able to have this voice and to be able to bring it out in a beautiful way that will connect many people in many different ways. And so that is it. That's pretty much uh, where I will leave this podcast, this introduction. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics, if you have any questions that I can address in the uh, future podcast, you can send an email to the pod is casting at gmail.com. They also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page set up at the at the pod is casting. Um, and um, otherwise, we will see you on the next one. I love you guys. Bye.